This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Geraldo Farrelly. And I'm Eve Kavanagh. And you're listening to Agony Rants. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello. I thought I'd get it in first this week. Neve, Neve's opening the show. I am trying she's very hard. She's going to be an anchor. I know. <laughs> as long as there's no... She's the lead anchor. She's like Jennifer Aniston in the morning show. I always think that like vintage rants is your... Oh, really? Neve's in charge, yeah. Really? Yeah, now not the last one. Oh, did <laughs> you I, weren't did I let go of it? <laughs> yeah, you weren't asked during the last one. You just hung back. <laughs> oh, really? Is that you telling me to up my yeah. game? <laughs> up your game. Up your, up your vintage rants game. No, I do. I feel I feel like vintage rants could go ahead without me. Oh, okay. Am I, yeah, okay. I feel like you're, you know. Do I get you're freed? You're in command. I get freed behind the paywall. <laughs> <laughs> she, she you have to pay me. Up. Yeah. You have to pay me. Once his money on the table, he got a different version of Neve Kavanagh. <laughs> no, I, you know, it, it, it occurred to me when I listened back, which I never do anyway, but the point is, Listen right? back. <laughs> okay. It occurred to me while we record these things, you nearly always ask me how my week's been, but I want to ask you, how's your week been? Then, yeah, you're Rod? not interested. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, to be fair, you never wait for me to ask. You're too busy telling me. Neve, I've had, it's been a very interesting week. I've been emotionally, um, I've been, a, it's been quite an emotional week. Okay, why is that? Yeah, I've been very stressed. Um, I thought I was having a nervous breakdown. Oh. <laughs> and that's unusual how? Well, no, no, like normally, I, normally I'm kind of like a dog. I'm like a dog at Halloween. Do you know what I mean? Okay, slightly nervous. Like, oh, fireworks. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's the way I live my life. Okay, yeah, okay. But I was very emotional this weekend. I didn't know why. And then I realised it was because on Wednesday I took 50 steroids, right? Because <laughs> what happened was I had to go in and get this scan done, right? But they had to inject me with dye but they thought that I might be allergic to the dye. So what they do is they give you this, um, they give you like these steroids that are basically like if you're allergic to the dye because you've got this massive amount of steroids in your system. It'll be grand. Yeah, I could have won the Olympic medals for anything. <laughs> I had that much energy for three days. I swear I was hopping off the walls, right? And then I didn't sleep for four days <laughs> and I couldn't stop crying. And I didn't know why. <laughs> and and there was no direct correlation to somebody injecting dye in you. <laughs> no, I genuinely didn't know why. I was like, did you think you were like, did you think you were like Spider Man or something? You know, they got just, bitten I, by I, a, a spider I, or something. <laughs> like, what's wrong with me? Why am I so upset? And I had to do a show. Where was I? I'm not going to say where the show was, but it was a great. It was actually a great. I mean. Hello. When I'm upset, <laughs> you're on fire. I can bring it. You're on fire. <laughs> it's a great show, but like, <laughs> but I was really upset. I was like, I'm actually this is this is it now. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna be in paths. <laughs> so, are you saying that you didn't sleep and you were emotional? Very emotional. And you were like full of energy, but then emotional. Yeah. You've just you literally described what it's like to be a woman. <laughs> You were a woman for four days. Yeah. And I didn't like it, Nene. No. I didn't like it. It's not for me. We don't enjoy it much either. <laughs> I was deranged. Oh, yeah. I was absolutely deranged. And I, I had no idea why. And I was just like, what was wrong with me? And then somebody said, I was talking to somebody when I was in the UK. I was on, uh, I was doing shows in the UK. Mm-hmm. And the tour manager over there just mentioned the fact that he had had to take a course of steroids and how it screwed him up. And I was just like, oh my God. I had, just took, a, and he was like, "How many did you have to take?" And I was like, "I just take 50. 50 steroids. That that's like, yeah. You would definitely be disqualified from the Olympic Games. I'm not going to lie. Oh, 
You might win things, but you wouldn't get, you wouldn't get to I, keep them. I'll tell you, if the Olympics were on, I could have pole vaulted into the stadium and won a marathon before I changed out of my pajamas. Yeah, but you wouldn't, have been allowed, you wouldn't be allowed to keep keep them. It was bananas. <laughs> I know. I, I wanted to, you know, just kind of define it. A woman of a certain age. Go on. <laughs> As in a woman of a certain age. That's how you feel all the time. All right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit unfair to say that women feel like that all the time. All the time. But she's it's a woman just of a, certain age. of a certain age. It's funny you should say that, actually, because, you know, recently I came across a quote and it made me laugh so much because actually it's very true. It made me think about it a lot. And I have a question to ask you. So far away, Neef. What point in your life do you go from she fell to she had a fall? with kind of a little tilt in the head. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's if you have kids. Do you know? No. It's not. It is. That's, it's when your kids get old enough to go, oh. She had a fall. See, I, I, I yeah, just, but you can't say she had a fall without tilting your head. I know she had a fall. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess if you're a grandparent. No, do you know what? It's actually sooner than that. It's is it? very bizarre. I was out walking with a friend recently and she fell, right? And the thing is, you know, obviously I helped her and I was very sympathetic and that <laughs> before I left, before I left, you know, I was gingerly walking along the road because it was very mucky. And I, I said, nothing sure I'm going to go because I was very accident prone as a child. I'm always falling off with curbs and everything because I don't pay attention. And then she fell and it was like, and the two of us then were very, very, you know, careful. <laughs> well, I think, I think it's that age. It's the same age where, you know, you're in the shower and you nearly slip and you're like, <gasps> I know you worry about your hip. Yeah. I've, you know, I don't think, I think for certainly a long time, I never thought about my hips. And like, now, I used to go apart from the Shakira, <laughs> Shakira moments. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember when I was a, was younger, I used to go to like the silver skate and we'd go ice skating pissed. Oh, oh yeah. Like, <laughs> and now it's like, oh, I better pretend a bath mat. Was that in Fibsborough? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember going there too. Yeah. Obviously not at the same time. I'm much no, older. No. Yeah, much older. Much, much older. older. And then they used to refreeze and all the crisp bags would be stuck in the yeah. ice. <laughs> wasn't a great place now in fairness it wasn't great but yeah but, but you're right there comes a point where you do start point. to worry about yourself I only get really careful of myself when I'm working yeah yeah I know do you know what I mean because you're like oh I'm not gonna rock up there cancel a show or you no, know no I know I've, I've only ca- have you cancelled any shows due to illness or um, injury no not good I've done I've done three in 20 well 37 years you've cancelled three well I had to one of them yeah, one of them because um, <laughs> because I physically couldn't sing. All <laughs> oh, right. And another one when I was quite young because I knocked my back out. Funny enough. Oh. Yeah, I know. It was a whole thing. I've uh, cancelled because there's been no ticket sales. And yeah, well, <laughs> but we never say that. I remember, no, you never say that. <laughs> never no, yeah. say that. Due to unforeseen circumstances. Due to, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, <laughs> and then you were like, okay, we'll make three calls. <laughs> <laughs> So, one other quick thing we have to talk Go about. Because it's looming over us. It's looming. There's a bit of a loom. Yes. It's, you know where we're going tomorrow night? I know. Neve, I'm very nervous. No, don't be nervous. I'm nervous because we didn't get, we didn't get shortlisted for the listener's choice. Oh, how did that happen? Our listeners didn't vote. <laughs> <laughs> this is like in strict music. It's like the people that are listening now and they go... Nah. <laughs> I could get... I could pay for this. I could support. Nah. Who got shortlisted in this? Do, no, don't tell me. I gotta be honest. I didn't know any of them. Oh, okay. I didn't. I um. No, I didn't. So I, I actually did you think somebody's ma was ringing all the time. No, I guess there's just podcasts that have like big listenerships that we just don't know about. 
We're, we tend to be a bit insular, to be fair. Yeah, they're all a bit, you know, they, we speak to our own crowd. Mm, we do. <laughs> it's a shame they don't speak for us. <laughs> so um, we're not sure. So, but we are nominated for the best comedy. Which, we're nominated for best comedy, which probably won't happen. Which I either. don't think we're gonna. I don't think we're gonna win. I, I'd say Joanne might win that. Uh, yeah, you or, have to say that because she's or, your friend. Uh, the other one, um, an employer, <laughs> talking bollocks. Oh, okay. Yeah, so just the name of that alone would make you win, wouldn't it? Yeah. I'm gonna okay. roll out of there. That's all right. I'll make and sure I'm, you're I, safe. I've ordered, I've ordered a suit on ASOS. I was gonna wear my dungies, but I won't. <sighs> I won't shame you. Um, I, I, um, You've ordered a suit on I'm ASOS. I'm gonna get a suit on ASOS. Yeah, like a, like a, a nice pastel color. Do I? Need, oh, pastel. Do I have to? Do no, we you have don't to... to match? That's weird. Okay. We're not steps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we be for one night? No. The other thing, right? Yeah. The other thing about the podcast awards is I'm never really sure what happens with those things. Okay. Because you know, like when you go, they're like, it's the podcast awards, but re- realistically, it's just a whole lot of people standing around the room yeah. that don't know each other. Yeah, I know. I'll know some of them. You won't? Yeah, I will. Like, will you? Yeah, I've already met two. <laughs> really? Yeah, because, you know, uh, funny enough, when they hear I, I make a podcast, they go, oh, I do too. And they say, are you going to the podcast awards? And I'm going... I Who are they now? Uh, just... You know, people I've met out on TV. Programs. Now, Neve, I hope we don't get stuck with people I don't like. No, okay. I, I we need to keep moving. Need, do you know what we, <laughs> we need? We need to keep. We need to keep walking around. Like sharks. The, like, exactly. Keep moving. I'm not. Gonna, I'm eating the chicken. I'm nuggets. not going to allow you to stop. <laughs> I eat the chicken. We're nuggets. just going to. I'm going to get you through the room. We're going to just keep moving. <laughs> we don't want to get stuck with people lower on the ladder than ourselves. Okay. 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 This we is need a, a networking event. We need this a, a networking word. event. Oh, is so that we, what it is? We, we, yeah. So what we need to do is, well, like in those networking events, and I'm not sure how they work, but apparently what you're supposed to do is, <laughs> We've you're never supposed gone. to look at somebody. <laughs> you're supposed to look at somebody who's higher up on the food chain and then you're supposed to like hang around them. And get so, but they're think, if they're them. thinking the same as us, we're never going to get access to that situation. No, but they'll be like the big movers in the room. No. And then we need to position ourselves beside them. We right? need to, we need to look like we're the big mover. In yeah, the room. we don't want to get stuck beside, you know, Doreen's wine podcast. Like, <laughs> back of the room, please. <laughs> so we're going to keep moving now but you're going to have to handle this because I'm going to be hammered <laughs> and you know how rubbish I am at that <laughs> no you just keep moving Eve. I'm not going to let you talk so I, have I to think you... what I'm going to do is they're going to punch in the throat before we go in <laughs> no it's a networking event now we're milking this 150 quid a ticket Neve. we need to get the better, maximum out of this we better be getting at least four sponsors I swear to god dude, I'm not above I will complain okay. if the food's bad I will complain okay. I swear to god the great thing is you will see super Karen <laughs> so the rules are drink everything you get everything everything yeah I'm gonna even other people's drinks right yeah. and then I give you five minutes yeah to anybody but, who's under the food chain. Under the food chain, yeah, it's moving on. Thank you. It's been lovely to see you. I'm, gonna, I, I'm not going to talk to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, just be really clear. I can't. Let I can't them make, move on. I can't make those. Yeah. Sp- no, I can. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> you the do The chains will be in me, Neve. <laughs> well, I'll be very clear. Well, I, I hope we don't have to make an acceptance speech. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're fairly clear we're not going to need I guarantee it. I dedicate if we're this making to an every acceptance bollocks speech. that didn't believe in me. <laughs> if you end up making an acceptance speech, I'm going to video it. It'll be viral tomorrow. <laughs> so everybody will know whether we won. <laughs> yeah, we won't win though. We won't. No, I know. We're going to end up on Eddie Rockets. 
Oh, we love it though. When we, we end up in Eddie Rockets Lake. <laughs> we do. We end up in Eddie Rockets a lot. Eddie Rockets are abracadabra. Amazing. We nothing more high class. Why aren't we gold star uh, card holders of abracadabra? I don't know. Why? You showed you won the Eurovision. <laughs> you go in thing? and they have them all on the wall. Kerry Katona and Brian McFadden. Oh, well. Give me a break. <laughs> Attention, I'm your answer, listeners. I am on tour. I'm off tour. Oh, I'm off tour because this you? leg is done. Thank it's you. done. For the love of God, it's For done. For the love of God. And I'm back on tour in the new year. There's a whole lot of dates that have just gone on sale. Wow. Um, including Vicar Street on the 19th of February, I think. Oh my gosh, it's very close to my the birthday. last Vicar Street. Oh, you'll have to come in, Neve. I will. Yeah. I will. <laughs> I'll put one ticket on the door. <laughs> You're bringing a friend they'll have to pay. How do I, how do I buy tickets? At goroadfairly.com oh. or through the link on my Instagram bio. Yeah. Um, Not there, that that isn't actually emblazoned on my head. And I've I, said it so often in my I will say that only the shows that are not sold out are through the link on my Instagram bio. Oh, okay, that's yeah. good. And as it happens, every single show after Christmas is not sold out. Doesn't look as well. <laughs> Doesn't look as well. Doesn't look as well. A lot Won't of work. A lot done more to do, as Won't they say. Be long. Um, so yeah, so it's the last few shows. Um, it's about 20. I was going to say, few is not the right word. <laughs> <laughs> and then Glamour Hammer's dead. It's over. Is it? It's done. Is it though? Yeah, is it though? <laughs> so go out for tickets. If you are an Agony Rants listener and you happen to live in London, whoa, have I got a treat for you. The brilliant Josh Jones is at the Leicester Square Theatre, 22nd of November. That's two days time. And he is one of the funniest comedians you will ever see. He is just brilliant. He's gay. Of course he is, because we are the best stand-up comedians. And you may have seen him do some supports for Joanne McNally. He is just so funny. His show Gobsmacked is absolutely brilliant. I haven't seen it yet. I'm dying to see it. And everyone that I know has told me that I will love it and that he's absolutely brilliant and he's the best gay comedian ever. I think they actually say it to upset me, but I'm not upset because I know he's brilliant. So check him out, Josh Jones 92 on Instagram. The link to buy the tickets is in his bio. And then come back and thank me. We are pausing for a moment, Neve. I love a pause. To remind our lovely listeners that we're part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, which is a collective of wonderful podcasts. It is amazing. And Headstuff Plus is a membership platform where you will get bonus content from all of the shows on the Heads of Podcast Network. Obviously you want ours, but yeah. Obviously, when you are pledging, you pledge 100% of your pledge to Agony Rants. To Agony Rants. You still get the other stuff. You still get their bonus content, but you will also get from us as a 100% supporter. Do not disturb. An Agony Rants do not disturb sign. I love it. Posted to you, along with a personally written thank you from both of us. Yes. I've written all mine Neve hasn't I'm about to she's sign. gonna batter them out now <laughs> <laughs> there'll just be a dot and a line no no um, I make mine very personal very personal Neve. very personal from the heart from the heart um, yes to subscribe to us you can uh, go to headstuffpodcast.com yes there's a button it's join or register or something it's clear <laughs> <laughs> it's very clear and then you will also get from us you will get vintage rants yes we do a separate show a separate show every it's second shorter. Thursday shorter which is not hard <laughs> it's shorter <laughs> <laughs> it's just one problem yeah it's just one problem uh, and it's it's fun I have it to is. say I love vintage rants it is fun it's my favourite bit yeah because we don't hurt anybody's feelings nobody's they're all dead we don't they're have to be careful <laughs> Um, so yeah so join us 
on Vintage Rants every second Thursday. Um, you can do that by going to headstuffpodcast.com. And as part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, we would like to promote another show on the network. Yes, we do. We do it regularly, actually. We promote other shows. Why do we do yes, that? Because <laughs> we, we're so kind. Yeah, we are. Me. And we love them all. And the show that we're promoting this week is basically... And oh, the Stephanie Show. Stephanie Show. Stephanie Preisner. Mm-hmm. So have a little listen. Hello, it's Stephanie Preisner, and I want to tell you about my podcast, Basically. Basically, if you have anything that you don't understand or you want made simple, you contact me and I get someone in. I get an expert in to explain the situation to you. We've had episodes on what is the story with AI? What is the story with trying to conceive? What is the story with Brexit? What is the story with being the Taoiseach? We have so many episodes in our back catalogue for you to listen to. But also, if there's anything that you currently want made simple, contact me on Stephanie Preisner on Instagram and I will get an episode straight for you. We have a, a okay, follow up from Crixa. Yeah. Now, actually, I don't know if that's her real name, but I met her. Oh. I had one experience with Agony Rants, right? Oh, where I wa- just the one? I was in town <laughs> right. around half eight in the morning. I had to go to the dentist. <laughs> I was on a Dublin bike. Oh. Um, going through Dublin. Right. The morning and Agony Rants came out. Okay. And I'd say I stopped, got stopped about four times. Really? By people saying that they were listening. Yeah, must have been very surreal for them to actually see a cycling by yeah. with you in your ears. With a numb mouth. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, so this, this is a follow-up about, do you remember I wanted a laminator? Oh, I remember. I still don't have a laminator, Niamh. Okay, Christmas is coming. My mum has a laminator at home and she laminates all the birth certificates, marriage certs and any course certificate that she ever did. She has, a, she has drawings that me and my brothers did when we were kids and she has them in a big box. Hmm. But I think it is related to the trauma of their flood. Oh, okay. When her and my dad got married, they used to live in a rented home and six months after their wedding, there was a really bad flood in the city and they got 1.5 metres of water into their home. Oh, they lost all the documents and pictures of their wedding. I think she's still a bit traumatised. They live on a hill far, far away from the flooding areas, but she still laminates everything just in case. Oh, you can understand that. Yeah, you totally can. Yeah, I mean, you see, there's loads of reasons to laminate. No. And apparently, I live in, I live in a flood, a high flood zone. Okay. And I'll tell you how I know this, right? Because when I bought my apartment, I got, I worked for an insurance company. So I got the staff rates for home insurance. And then I told my neighbours on the floor, because they were like, where did you get home insurance? And I was like, oh, from the company I work for. So they all contacted that company and they were all told that they couldn't get home insurance because we're in a high flood risk. Oh. Now, here's the thing. We live on the third floor of an apartment block. What's the chance? <laughs> so. <laughs> Surely. Surely it's a good chance you're like, not going to be flooded. If the water has flooded the second floor apartments. But surely you can get home insurance just not for flooding. Surely there's I an know, exception. I, yeah, no, I, so I it's a bit like that. It's a bit like when you do travel insurance, right? You need to travel, right? And they say you can be treated, we'll pay for all these things, but not for the enlarged heart or the massive heart attack you might have had or whatever it is. You know, whatever is relative, yeah. you know. My experience of insurance companies is that they'll insure you for like, Everything except the accident you've just had. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> You're insured <laughs> as long as you don't you need have? it. <laughs> We've dreadful news for you. <laughs> Actually, I remember, I remember looking at insurance documents uh-huh. that basically it was if you lost your arm, there was a payout. Yeah, I know, but it was it. only if you lost your arm above the elbow. Oh, I know. Can you imagine losing your arm below the elbow and then like, sorry. sorry, I go into my garage, I get the hacksaw, <laughs> and I go take another six inches in for a penny. 
in for a big payout. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I still want a laminator. Yeah, well. And I have to say thank you to all the people that have offered me laminators. Oh, a <laughs> There's lot a lot of, of people that have laminators that they don't use. And you would imagine that that would be a lesson to me. It's not. We have another, yet follow another follow-up. Oh, I love Do you want to read this one? It's from Helen. Okay, so Helen says, Hi, Neve and Garod, two of my favourite messers who give my ears a virtual hug while delivering belly laughs galore. There, that has to go on the poster. That's lovely. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. I have a problem. Now, before I explain said problem, I would like to point out that similar to your lovely listener who thought her sister's floating shelf was broken, I am normally a fully functioning member of society, albeit with the odd tendency for brain farts. Oh my God, is that albeit? Yeah. What did you think that was? I used to always say albeit. <laughs> and what did you think it was saying? Oh Jesus, I've said that like... I, I'm sure I've said that on radio. Like. <laughs> That's all be it. <laughs> of course. What did you think it? Well, but what did you think it meant? Well, I thought it meant all be it. it. I yeah. think I thought it meant all be it, but I just thought it was pronounced <laughs> albice. Because that's what people say all the time. Well, that's what I say. Helen. <laughs> 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 Thank you for that teaching moment. This has been. As glad I'm quite glad a teaching moment. Do you know what would really be funny if you'd read that out? You'd have said that, right? And I I'd would have, have gone. What the hell? Oh, we missed that moment where I would have had to say, "What the hell are you saying?" <laughs> anyway, okay. My problem, while not life changing, is rather embarrassing. Take that shock Same. off your face. Ditto. <laughs> I'm, I'm a woman of a certain age who is absolutely clueless when it comes to anything I do. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I've, I have similar feelings. I figured that, Road, as you were a programmer in your previous incarnation, you'd be able to help me. You see, a couple of weeks ago, I stumbled upon a podcast on Spotify. Don't worry. I did figure out how to play press, press play. I mean, I'm thick as shite when it comes to IT, but I'm not totally inept. Now, over the last few weeks, I've neglected the housework. In fairness, that's not new. I have the same fiery loathing of housework as I do of IT. <laughs> and ordered one or 20 too many takeaways in order to feed my child, who has an annoying habit of expecting to be fed on a regular basis. <laughs> Helen Slice sounds like one of our people. <laughs> she does, yeah. I, um, I, 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 uh, I vibe with Helen. The reason being... Uh, where am I? The reason being is that I can't get enough of Garode's doused in petrol and set fire to his words of wisdom, followed by Neve's gentle admonishing <laughs> to avoid litigation while trying not to giggle with glee along with the rest of us. As a result of all this entertainment, I've decided that my only option is to subscribe to this wonderful podcast to keep them both in fika. Oh, yeah. Pronounced fika. A gorgeous Swedish word which describes coffee and cake. Any cake. Ooh, we, Helen is definitely one of ours. Mm. Um, in doing so, I hope that they will continue to regale us with stories of lives lived and mice avoided. <laughs> 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 so explain to me, like I'm five, how the hell do I actually subscribe, Helen? Oh. We like this one, actually. We like it, yes. This is, this is actually an ad. Did you write this? No. <laughs> to the email. Well done, well Helen. Done, Thank you. Helen. Okay, well, to subscribe, you go to headstuffpodcast.com and click on, I think it's join us. Okay. Join or join us. Yeah. And then what you do is you go over and you say how much you're going to pledge. The yeah. minimum being five euro. Yeah. You, but you can give us 20 or 100 or whatever you want to give us. But per the month. minimum is five euro yeah, per it, month. And it's per month, yeah. And then what you do is as you click through, you decide 
what podcasts on the Heads Up Podcast Network you want to support. You want to support. If you support Agony Rants or any of the shows in the network, you get the bonus content. Yes, you right? do. If you give and ad free. And, and ad free. Yeah. And if you give 100% of your money that you're pledging to... If you give 100% of your pledge to Agony Rants, you will get the Do Not Disturb sign. Yeah. In the post. As long as you post. do it before the end of November. Yeah. So hurry up, Helen. Yeah. So yeah, put, thank you for asking. Put down that takeout. <laughs> Fika. I've never heard that word before. Fika. Oh yes, I've this heard. This was it. a real learning. I know. Very much a learning so many, ladder for albeit. me. Albeit. 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 How often has that come up in your life? I mean, it's come up quite a bit. Oh wow. Like Albeit would. De- I hope I haven't said it in front of my friends. You probably. Oh god. <laughs> Helen, we love you for that follow up. It's not we love really you. Yes, yeah. but uh, now we need follow through, which means basically subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> Fantastic. Do you like that? Yeah, I do. Thanks. Thanks. Neve, we have a problem. Okay. Dear Neve and Garoud, thanks so much for all the laughs. I have a weird one for you. Okay. In 2014, I started to work for a big tech company. In 2019, I was engaged and worked on a very close-knit team to launch an internal product. Mm-hmm. It remains one of my greatest working experiences. The team all remained good friends, and even though we moved on to different parts of the company, we all regularly reminisce about the crazy hours we worked to take that project over the line. Mm-hmm. That time was extra special for me because I met my partner and the love of my life. He was the senior tech lead on the project and when we met, we hit it off straight away. It was instant chemistry and though we ignored it for at least a year, we say now we both knew we could end, we would end up together. Aww. That's lovely. It is. At the time, I was engaged to someone. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's, <laughs> That's lovely. <laughs> I had been with for... At the time, I was engaged to someone I had been with for a long time and he was married married two years. Oh God, oh God. I know, I know, this isn't a great story. His wife was working in England at the time and we had a fling and we knew from the start we would each be the one for us. We knew from the start we would each be the one for us. I called off my engagement which caused a big hullabaloo and the same day he flew home to break up with his wife. They are both from California originally. He visited home once after it all happened and things were very tense. When COVID happened, then COVID happened and we couldn't travel, so it wasn't an issue. We have decided to have a small wedding for my family in Ireland as I am pregnant with my first child. We are over the moon, but my partner is concerned about inviting his family. I don't want to not invite them because that will deepen the risk. The rift. But I am expecting them to be difficult. My family have come round to the idea of us even though they were very close to my ex. His family aren't that interested in me. I guess they haven't seen how happy we make each other and again, another situation where the ex is still close with the family. Oh, right, okay. What is, this is, love to know your thoughts. This might require an extreme solution, Gerald. I think it does. We both love listening to the pod and would put it on loudspeaker when we are working from home. It is really a great, it really is great relationship therapy. Excited for your response, Andrea. Well, if if Garo can get through actually reading it, it'd be good. I feel like that was an ordeal. <laughs> I feel like my capacity for the English language at the moment just isn't, just not there. <laughs> the do you know what I'm one, annoyed about? What, is, what are you annoyed about? I'm annoyed with this whole thing of like exes being close to families. Yeah. Why? No. Because 
There's allegiances in families. Yes, sir. There has to be. <laughs> yeah, there is. And there they change all the time. And, 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 and <laughs> sorry, if you're a brother or sister yeah. and your partner is broken up with somebody, that's it. Yeah, but I think the same happens with friends. You know, sometimes uh, uh, my friends, you know, a couple of them have had difficulties with their husbands who have become friends over the years, right? Or they might be having yeah. problems. And they'd say, you know, oh, you know, whatever. The thing is, I know who my friend is. So no matter how badly my friend might behave in that relationship, I'm not going to choose yeah. the partner over. I get I get this is quite difficult, right? But I think at the heart of this, Andrea, is that you still feel probably a little bit that you have to be, you know, a little tense about it. But actually, I, I think this is a no brainer. It feels very simple in yeah. some ways. Absolutely invite them and leave it up to them. Put it, put the ball in their court. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, I would, mean that's I, short I, I, advice. I would put but the ball, a ball in their court, but mm. I would also make it really clear. No neg vibes, man. No neg vibes. Yeah, you can put it on the on the yeah. invite. If you want to have a whinge, <laughs> like, like like I'm sure there's a way of doing this, <laughs> and diplomacy is not my forte. No, but sometimes you have to address the elephant in the room. Yeah, I think there's a way of saying we would love you to come to our wedding. It's our very special day. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel. That you can support that us. That you can support us. By all means, don't come. Yeah. Because the last thing you want on your wedding day is having to placate. Yeah, it's a small some... bit aggressive that now. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. We're having a wedding. <laughs> Make your own fucking decisions. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, you know, set up a chat forum and get everybody to air their views. I don't know. Listen, the simple truth is you're making decisions now based on what's gone in the past. Yes. This is your your moment and you're probably right there is probably a bit of ill feeling and the ex and all that rubbish and and the additive bonus is you live another country another continent away yeah. from them so they have no reason to be involved in your thing and they never will until you make that effort so you say to them we are getting married we would love you to be there that's the end of the conversation they don't have to come they'll have to make the decision I, I actually wouldn't give them the get out of jail card I would say to, let them say no because they will have to say no and they'll have to give a reason well, why. Well, maybe I would imagine that they won't say no. But I would imagine no, they won't. I would imagine that what she's nervous about is... The vibes when they come. The vibes when they come. Yeah, but you know what? She is at home. And I... In her own space, surrounded by love, by her own family. Exes be damned, right? Yeah. That's the past. This is the present. And I'm going to guarantee you something. When the grandchild arrives... Yeah. <laughs> It's a game Everything changes. You know, I, now this, what she doesn't say is whether they had any children. Probably, maybe not, you know, because they were yeah. married a short time, you know, and maybe they were focusing on their careers and separate. But I'm going to say, you know, the reality is you're, you're about to become parents. This is you. You're going to get married. You can't decide how anybody's going to feel about how you who you're in a relationship with. Yeah. I mean, even... How dare they? You know, it doesn't matter. Let them. I, I think, right... I think you have to think of it in these terms, right? Right. It's not about how the story started. It's, it's how, about the, how it's, it's how not the story how you ended. Start, it's how you finish. <laughs> but it is it's like it's, very Ethel Merman of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But like you, this is this has become the great love story. It has. It, the way it started, it's not great. No. Like by all, you know, we all know it's not great, but feelings are feelings and it would have been worse if you had both stayed with your current partners. Yeah. Because you wouldn't have had this happiness. No, exactly right. You know, and sometimes you've got to push through that icky, hard, horrible transition. Mm -hmm. But the thing about transitions is they end. Yeah. They end. Like, 
if you commit the worst crime in the world, mm-hmm. not the worst crime in the world, but serious crime, you get out of jail. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but only if there, you let yourself. There are in sexual other words, predators you can, you can that bring... are back gigging. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know. You know, and it's not necessarily, I don't mean necessarily prison, but I mean. No, I get you. I get you. People are allowed to come out of those yeah, spaces. Time has been served, but the other thing that you have to do. Is let them come out. Yeah. And, and if you're the person that was in jail, you have to come out of jail. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, you say a very, very vital line in this, which is, I am expecting them to be difficult. Yeah. You are having the whole nine yards conversation in your head before you even give them an opportunity. Now, here's how I say you do it. You say it with pride. We are getting married. I don't know if you've already told them that you're going to have a child, but all I'm going to say to you is you have made the decision now. Everything is done, dusted. If you're getting married, the chances are the divorce is sorted. Everything, everything is separate. They, you are now living this life for a few years. Yes, they haven't come to see you. In my experience, if you live away, people don't. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, the reality is you have made your own life. So own it and go and say, we would love you to come. We are getting married. I would not give them options. I, I mean, I get what you're saying, right? <laughs> Address the elephant in the room. Sure. If they feel they need to, that's fine. Well, I fine. think it's his job. Yeah. I, I no, that's it, his I, job. I, I, yeah. I think it is his job to go to his parents and say, mm. look, this is going to be the happiest day of our lives. Yeah. I this want is, you there. I want you there. We want you there. But Actually, I want you there important. on our side. And if you can't be happy for us on the happiest day of our lives, by all means. Yeah, no, no. It, it, there's no obligation. I understand. That. Well, you don't have to say that up front. But if no. you feel that they're like, well, we're very conflicted. It's like, Grant, okay, you've put your stake in the ground. Yeah. But also the other thing you need to do when they come is not to be frantically trying to prove that how happy you are in your life Absolutely is this, that. Not. Because who you are is people will speak to them regardless. Let exactly. them Let them come to the realisation of where you're living in your life. Yeah. It's you like, know, it's lovely to meet you, but I'm getting my hair done. Go and have a volivant. <laughs> the boulevant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, I mean, honestly, the thing is, if you are happy as a couple, it'll put extra stress if you're trying to prove to these people that you're happy. You don't need to if you you're happy. You don't prove anything to them. You, know, you don't. You've made your choices. You're adults. And now yeah. they need to make choices and decide whether they're coming or not. I feel very strongly I, about see, this, I have to say. I, I this do. is me again with the strong feelings. Because you see, sometimes what happens is in those situations is because you feel guilty about the way something mm. starts, it kind of gives permission for people like maybe not to treat you. Yeah. Like you have, you have to be very clear about where your lines yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, like, and you've, you've done your... You've done your, you've done your time in, out in the cold. Enough is enough now. You're having a kid. Move on. Yeah. And anyone can't, that can't move on, let them stay where they are. But no, but you, you know, I guarantee you they won't. They won't. And actually, if they're small minded enough to do, to stay where they are, then that's their loss. Uh, yeah. And I think he's right. I think it's unlikely. It's, I think they'll come and, and you. I think they'll be fine. And to be fair, Bobby even. comes along. Let's be honest, right? Even in the best of circumstances of people missing, you know, meeting up. So let's say there isn't all this complication going on. There's always going to be some going, he's not good enough for her or she's not good enough for you him. You to wedding. I don't I like him. I stood there and thrown confetti and go, well, she's marrying an absolute bollock. But then, look, <laughs> I give it two clearly years. She's happy. Clearly I give it two happy. years. You know, yeah. you don't know. The thing is, everybody will have their opinions regardless. So stop worrying about all that. The two of you love each other. You're about to have a most amazing thing happen to you. The only thing I advice I'm going to give you is get lots of sleep before that baby arrives. But anyway, yeah, because <laughs> you're getting none when they come. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> the thing is, you're going to go. You're going to have a 
your life has already started and you're mad about each other and you work together and you listen to the best podcast while you do that. That's even exactly, better. Yeah. You know, you've all the right things happening there. Don't apologise for that. Like a workplace fling. It's so hot. It is really. It is. Until until your arse is on the photocopier. I know. <laughs> Getting flung up on a multi-print. <laughs> a multi-print? I've never had a workplace fling. No? Don't think so. I'm never admitting. <laughs> I had vibes. Oh, I, oh, there's nothing better than vibes. Vibes. Andrea, I have no doubt that this is going to be great. Keep us posted, you, but we don't think you have anything to worry about. No, I think you have to stop worrying about or trying to anticipate what they're going to be or not because they're going to make those decisions regardless. You should just enjoy what's about to happen and want to share that with them. And if it's up to them. Just throw it back in the ball back into their court. Seriously, I can't st- strongly recommend it enough. I mean, honestly. It takes a special kind of arsehole. To not be on board with a loving couple. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, people come in with their preconceived notions regardless. You can't change but that. But also, like... You can't. I, I feel very strongly about this ex thing. Oh, yeah. I like, know. if you're someone that's out there and you're friends with the ex <laughs> of one of your siblings... <laughs> yeah, no. but, but what if they're well, nicer? <laughs> well, maybe they are. Maybe they are. But you, like, you better be keeping that from your sibling. No. If you're friends with... <laughs> if you are friends with somebody's ex... You better not be telling them your friends. Because yeah, but that's you know how it is, sin. especially in Ireland, right? We can't help ourselves in Ireland, right? Like in the sense if that you my know, brothers and sisters, if I broke up with my partner, my brothers and sisters stayed in touch. I'd have a problem. I'd have a problem with it. Would you? Yeah, what's they've the, never stayed in touch with anyone else. I was ever with. I was going to say, what's the likelihood? Well, this partner, they might because they're. I mean, the chances are, yeah. You know, yeah. to be fair, you, you know, how many more photographs was on there was the, a your lot dad? More your photographs. <laughs> and my mother's seventieth. There was about twenty-five yeah. photographs of him. There was six of me. I think you need to start accepting that Three you're going to have to stay Courtney. with him or lose your family. <laughs> Three of Brandon Courtney. <laughs> Keep us posted, Andrea. Yeah, we'd love to hear about it. Yeah, we'd love to hear how it goes, but I think it's going to be fine. And congratulations, by the congratulations. way. Congratulations, and exactly. have a wonderful, you ha- found love, happy pregnancy. Happy married life, you know, just go and live the best life you can. Exactly. Neve, we have another problem. We do. And I'm going to read this one. Do. We saw you in Vicar Street and I swear to God, I thought I would go into labour and I'm not even pregnant. Well, what? (laughs) (laughs) What skills have you got? Uh, Best stand up show I've seen in a long time. Love Agony Rants. You and Neve are a deadly pairing. Ah. That's lovely. Thank you, Rosie. Uh, I'm from a big family and have recently bought my first place. Oh, congratulations. I am the youngest, so I have loads of older siblings who are there for endless advice, whether I ask for it or not. I think I know how this is going. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm one of those older siblings, Mm -hmm, but go on. You are. We all live very close and I am the first person to buy a place solo, which I think they are forgetting. They all had someone else to bounce ideas off and share the burden, whereas I did this myself. Oh, I love that. I love that empowerment. Yeah. They are offering opinions left, right and centre. On the colour I paint the place. I want to get a cat and they are advising me against it. But I love a little moggy running around the place. <laughs> I haven't heard that word in years. Moggy. I love moggy. My family have always been like this. They have opinions and they love to make them known. I run my own business and they will jump in with advice that doesn't even make sense. And yet I give it airtime. I would love for once to tell a story about work and have them just listen 
or laugh without it feel like I'm asking them for advice or an opinion. I don't want a row or an argument. I'm just very tired of getting bogged down in conversations about decisions that I have already made or stuck in conversations where I'm being force fed advice from people who don't know what they are talking about. Really want to know what you think, though, Rosie. Now, Rosie, let me start by saying you're looking for a reason not to be getting advice and you've written to us. I know, yeah. And if and, ever there was two people underqualified to give advice. It feels a little bit counter. I, I, Rosie, are you maybe I think triggering she, it? I think, she appre- I think she appreciates advice from like, you know, a good source. I think Rosie just doesn't know how to shut down the conversation. I agree. Actually, that it's so weird because we didn't really talk about this before. But I have to tell you, that's exactly what I was thinking. She just doesn't know how to make it stop. Do you know how you can do that? Well, glaze over. I don't know how many times I've done the that. The cat. Get yourself a cat. Oh, yeah. This weekend, out you go, get yourself a cat. And the person that gave you the 10-minute lecture on not getting a cat, send them a photo go, got a cat. Mm-hmm. You need to make it very clear that you are undervaluing their advice. <laughs> undervaluing. Just like, you can wrap it for 10 minutes all you want, but I'm going to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Now, I do think it's hard. It's hard with brothers and sisters. Yeah, it is. I'm just talking. I don't want. Yeah. But 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 you can't do that. You can't. Uh, I'm actually not good at it. But you can go. <laughs> Are you crying? I don't need advice. It's fine. I'll, you know, I'll decide. Yeah. And I think that what you probably don't realise, because you say this, is what they don't seem to realise. Uh, where is this? <laughs> you clearly enjoy uh, it. <laughs> they all had someone else. Uh, I'm the first person to buy a place solo, which I think that they are forgetting. Let me tell you. They're not forgetting that. No, no, they're not. They're absolutely not. And if you're looking for something that's at the root of all this. It's the fact that you are killing it. it. (laughs) You are killing it. You're (laughs) absolutely nailing life. And chances are they're so jealous. It's very clear to your brothers and sisters. And that is why that they are clinging to the one bit of, well, she may have bought an apartment herself, but she won't be able to match the mats with the, like the carpets Mm, with the curtains. So I better help her. It's the little things that they're focusing on to to feel like the big brother because you're the she's the youngest, isn't she? Yeah, yeah she's the she baby. Is. Like my brother had a baby there recently. Like he's the youngest. Okay. And I was just like, oh, how was Kieran going to cope with a baby? Absolutely fine, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fine. <laughs> I still remember. This is so funny because back in the day, obviously when I was pregnant with Jack, I was out of wedlock, so that was, was quite oh, difficult in the relationship. Shame of the parish. But actually, the funny part of it was that I had desperately wanted a dog my whole life, right? And I, it was a long time to get it. But once I found out I was pregnant, I was getting a dog, right? So the dog arrives, and and I told my mum. Uh, I told my mum that I got a dog, right? And I was pregnant with Jack and was already a bit fraught, the conversation. And she's, oh my God, your life is over. Because to her, it was the worst (laughs) thing that could happen that I would be tied down by a dog, right? But the thing is, I I never regret it. I never let other people make decisions. Now, to be honest with you, people give you good advice, whether you like it or not, sometimes. They do, yeah. And sometimes it's not bad to actually hear it, you know, but you still make your own decisions. And clearly you do because you have been killing it. Do you know what the biggest problem I think of being the baby? Because I was the baby for 15 years and then my little sister was born and the two of us would have suffered from the same thing, but more so her than me, right, is the fact that people sometimes don't allow you to grow up if you're the baby. Yes. They don't allow you to grow up in their heads. Not you, personally. You grow up and you do your own thing and you own it. The problem is their relationship with you, especially if you're a little bit younger than the group. So like 
like my sister, she's 15 years younger. So the thing is, sometimes some people forget that she is an adult and well capable and wonderful at making her own decisions. And so sometimes we want her to still be the baby, but she's not. Right. Yeah. And so it takes a shift in their heads. But actually, sometimes people advising or poking, asking you questions is that them checking in to see if you're all right. Exactly. And also, what else do you talk about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, well, you know like, I mean, the thing is, in families, we care about each other and we talk and then we all want to hear our own voices. So we tell stories <laughs> that are our voices. But, you know, the truth is you have already been making your own decisions. So smile at them and say thanks very much and move on and just learn that skill to actually cut it off when it's annoying you. You could fake an overwhelm. What I used to do when I moved into my place is when people would start to say things like that, I'd be like, oh God, if I have to listen to one more conversation about houses, I'm going to do my head in. Yeah. Because that's what happens when you move in. When you move into a place, you talk about it. Yeah. For months and months and months. You spend every single penny you yeah. have on buying stuff for a house. And then for you get sure. to about six months. <laughs> and, it's and then you literally don't buy a spoon for about five years because <laughs> you're just like, I cannot you're so over see it. one more. If I have to walk around home store and more one more time, I'm going to actually lose my mind. There's no harm just saying to your brothers and sisters, look, listen, I have to talk about something else or I'm yeah. going to go mad. The other thing I want to say to you is maybe look at how you're actually telling them something because you might be actually asking them a question in the conversation. Yeah. So, you know, it may, maybe because the minute somebody says, oh, um, I bought this house and, you know, I've been thinking about what colour I should do that. And immediately then that opens a conversation. You just need to either develop the skill of not asking the question in your own thing. Yeah, yeah. And then, Make it clear you're not asking the question. Yeah, and then, you know, basically learn how to actually cut down the conversation very quick. You see, what you want <laughs> is what agony rants is. Yeah, it is. Which is not necessarily a place to solve problems. No, it's you just a want to vent. have a really good winch. <laughs> you want to vent. <laughs> and we, we love that because we always define that that's really what... It. This is what agony rants is about. We understand it. You're not looking for any real advice. You're just um, looking to vent. <laughs> and we're not, we're not going to give you advice. No. We're just going to go... Get a cat. We consider you heard. Yeah. Go get yourself a cat. Get yourself a cat. Oh, we want the photo a of the cat. A little ginger kitten. Oh my get God. A ginger, a ginger kitty. Oh, I love a ginger. Oh, no. Love a ginger. I, you know, it's Rosie, we, we'll want the photograph of the moggy. Yes, we want a photograph of that moggy. And if it doesn't look like a moggy, moggy, you know, does anybody ever actually call them moggy? Like, I don't think so. Moggy actually sounds, maybe she's English actually. Moggy, I think is a real English expression. Moggy is like a wee mongrelly kind of thing, isn't it? Isn't it like a purebred? Like um, your boots. Your boots is very pure. Actually. Yeah, no, she, my boots is, she's very, I wouldn't say she's purebred, but I, she's the most generic looking cat you've ever seen. <laughs> she does like, look like you, a cat. If you Google tabby cat, it's, you get it's like boots. literally 40 different cats that look exactly the same <laughs> as boots. <laughs> like there's somebody I follow on Instagram and every so often they'll put up a photograph of a cat and I'm like, that's, is that boot? <laughs> Go get the moggy, smile at your, and know that actually most of what's coming is either coming from love or jealousy and both are very valid moments. Yeah, <laughs> it's love and it's jealousy and it's, you yeah. know, I guess they also want to It'll be pride as throw well. their hands up and just be like, I did that thing too. <laughs> yeah, and the older ones never get credit. <laughs> they don't. I the think, pioneers never get the credit. But I will say this is what been the youngest for a long time, right? I'm going to tell you that when you do achieve something, it always surprises them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because they, they've they done everything for you. Well, in their heads, they've yeah, done everything for you. if you're the you. youngest, 
If you're the youngest, your siblings have sat around spoken about how you're probably going to end up in jail. And yeah. here you are after buying. <laughs> it's just a natural order of things. Yourself. Not that, that you go to jail, but that people think that, you know, by the time, you know, what are you going to be special at? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but well you're, done. You are clearly killing it, Rosie. We're very proud of you. I think we've helped. I think so. It feels it feels like I, I get this little glow inside me when we. I feel we've helped. Oh, I know. I don't get a glow. I just need to go to the toilet. Um, Liz, it's been wonderful to chat to you. Always, I always. I really hope all of these people listening subscribe to Headstuff Plus. I know, because otherwise we won't get out to stay. We'll, yeah. yeah, otherwise the show will be cancelled. Sure. Um, and also they won't get their glorious Do Not Disturb sign. Do it before the end of November though. Yeah. Agonyrants at gmail.com if you want to get in touch. We would please, love to have your problems. Please, please, please. I love the problems, actually. And there's been a nice variety of them lately. We will chat to you next week. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Thank <laughs> you.